She may be a native Texan or not. We're not sure. But we do know she started the Fredericksburg Tea Party in 2009. She's a student of fine equine. And she's a true believer in correcting Matt whenever it's needed. This is the Angela Smith Show with special co-host Matt Long. Matt, I still love, 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 love that intro. Every morning it makes me feel so good. All right. There you go. Thank you, Bob, for that. I mean, dang. Who wouldn't want that on a Monday morning? It's going to make your week I know. incredible. And he picked a good song. I would have picked something by the Stones, like Angie. Yeah, there you to, go. You know, just to, uh, just to, just to bug you. Um, I knew an Angela when that song was popular, mm-hmm. and she hated that song. Because? Because. She it, wasn't an Angie. She wasn't an Angie. Yeah, I'm not an Angie You're either. You're not an Angie no, either. My, my, right. my best girlfriend, see, that's a term of endearment, so okay. she can use it, but anybody else uses it, I have to correct them. I hate it, but I have to do it, so. Okay, there you go. Angela Smith in yes. the studio with us, founder yes, of the Fredericksburg Tea Party. We've got plenty to talk about today. Angela Angela and I usually ride in, and so she gets mm-hmm. a rough idea of what we're going to be talking about today. It's all going to be a surprise. Um, <laughs> hey, I, hey, I'm going to surprise you. Oh, you got surprises oh, yeah, for me, I've too. Got surprises for you. Yeah. All right. There, well, there because you go. Because this is the Angela Smith Show, right? That's right. That's okay. right. Yes, gotta, ma'am. Let's, let's get that clear. Okay. There you go. All right. You heard it, folks. Um, let's do some things on the calendar. First of all, why are we here? We're here because we want to get you engaged. And uh, hopefully that um, everything we do and everything we uh, uh, bring to you on this program, that at some point in time we're offering you a solution that um, involves getting you engaged because we believe in self-governance. That's right. And so that is uh, those of you, I want to thank those who attended last yesterday afternoon in New Braunfels because one of the themes of that program was self-governance. Mm. Um, George Washington brought us a really good message on self-governance. Um, I'm going to try to get the sound from that um, and uh, see if I can get the from the organizers of the event from No Time to Run to get the uh, sound of George Washington. I'd like to post that up. Cool. Um, I did uh, record uh, David, uh, Sheriff David Clark. Oh, yeah. Right. Gave a pretty good speech. Um, he gave a really good speech. I did get that recorded uh, with my handheld uh, recorder. We'll see. You know, you have to press play and record at the same time and have enough cassettes. <laughs> so I hope I made it through on the cassettes right. I brought. Um, and uh, so anyway, I'm going to try to uh, try to see what that sounds like. I haven't had an opportunity to listen to that. Those of you who went last night, I want to uh, thank you for going. But I also want to encourage you to now do something more than whatever you're doing. There were lots of people there I knew, lots of uh, Hill Country folks, uh, lots of folks from the I-35 corridor that I know. The um, George, a lot of Georgetown folks were there. Yeah. Kerrville had a good showing. Good. Um, and so anyway, I want to encourage you to take one more step. And, and, and that's really where we're at. You think you've done everything you can do. Um, you, we all need to take one more step. Things are dire if you haven't figured that out. And, uh, so we're going to talk some about that today, but getting you engaged in a step that just one more little step, just do one little extra thing. And hopefully this program offers you something to do, um, at that, uh, at that level. 
We got a couple of things on the calendar. The Lano Tea Party, by the way, they have a website. I'm not sure how long they've had it, um, but LanoTeaParty.org. And of course, that's Lano with two L's. LanoTeaParty.org. Go check it out. They have a great speaker. In fact, uh, they have a, a speaker that we have had in Fredericksburg as well as in Kerrville, who always has an amazing reception, and that is Margaret Byfield. Oh, fantastic. Margaret yeah. Byfield and her message on the 30 by 30. And this is the government's uh, plan, the federal government's plan to seize 30% of the uh, of the country yes, for the land, government. It's a land, land grab. Land grab. 30, they want 30% of the land by 3030. 2030, goodness. 2030. Um, and uh, that is, uh, they're, they're in the process of carrying that yes, out. They and, are marching towards that as fast as they can if mm-hmm. the, and and if you and i i finally realized this matt why is everything happening so fast why is why do we see these changes quick you know happening so quickly 2030 is their goal mm-hmm. literally you know we've got what eight years right to stop this steamroller and uh actually if we don't get it stopped quicker than that i know yeah <clears throat> i mean they're they'd be they'd be happy to hit it at 2025 Yep, and and the the longer we wait, the harder it is to fight that. You know, we Mm -hmm. backed off as conservatives when, let me just be real frank here, when the uh, gay, when the homosexual movement started really moving big um, and started coming forward, what did we do as conservatives, as Christians, and as Republicans? We said, well, we want a big tent. Mm-hmm. we're going to love them. We're just going to love on them. And instead of calling out the sin and the wrongness and the counter, contrary to nature, contrary to science, instead of calling that out, we said, well, we're going to be nice. We still have right. Republicans who want to be nice. Right. And right. and it's it, think about this, folks. We, If you paid any attention to our president going over to Saudi Arabia, <clears throat> the all the coverage I'm seeing about it is the Saudis just laughed at him. And his plan is to be nice. That's his plan. That's well, Biden's plan. I, We're going to go renegotiate I don't, with I the I can't even Iranians. believe they had a, had a conversation, man. I know. <laughs> I, mean, I know. And that's so, probably why they're laughing. They're like, really? We're going to have a conversation with this guy? Uh, yeah. And that that is exactly what we're doing here when it comes to conservatives and the way we treat and the way we handle um those uh, uh the radicals yes and and we think that somehow if we just sit down and visit with them and use logic and reason <laughs> that uh they'll come around to the way we think it all wow. all it needs is just one more conversation right listen let me let me just say this i watched some video of uh of some some journalists being kicked out of the democrat party's convention mm-hmm. and the con- if you want the the language and the conversation right. that was being used against these journalists, I, we can't repeat on the radio. It was the foulest stuff. And these people were standing in a hallway right in the big bigness of a hotel or convention center, convention. wherever they were, yeah. knowing that they were being videoed and audio ta- taped. The language was the foulest, hideous, most stuff I've ever heard. And I was like... Wow, you know one of That's the who we were going to try to yeah to have a dialogue with. I don't there, think so. There are two. There are more than one um, video recordings of that event. By the mm-hmm. way, this happened to the uh, Texas scorecard. 
uh, was uh, it was was it Brandon that yes. went over there? It was Brandon and a photographer? I'm sorry, photographer. I don't know your name. I know I've seen him around. Yes. But um, anyway, so they show up at the Democratic National Convention or the state convention, um, and they for about an hour they do interviews. Everything's real well. They ask them, you know, mm -hmm. what are their priorities? What do you think are the priorities? Or you know, do you think Biden's? I mean, things you would ask a room full of Democrats yes. if you were there. You'd ask anybody, really. I mean, you'd ask you'd ask yeah. the same questions at the Republican parties. They were, in fact, exactly. Right? I would say that those would be the same questions yes. that they did ask and were at the Republican convention, the right. same people. So the first video I saw made me crack up laughing because it wasn't the one, it wasn't the one filmed by Texas Scorecard. Okay. It was one of the Dems had filmed it. Okay. And she's the one that all proud. In fact, here's her line on there. She said, y'all wait until this gets onto social media and y'all are going to look like a bunch of fools all over social media. Okay. And she's talking about Texas scorecard. Yes. And so I'm watching her video <laughs> and I don't see any behavior on Texas scorecards part that yeah. would look idiotic or anything else. Right. But her, the way she was acting, yeah. that is a bunch of idiots on social yeah, media go ahead go ahead knock yourself out put it all over social media go for it yeah. i could not believe and then like you said her language Ooh, so by gosh. the way texas scorecard you can uh, go go see this video on texas scorecard and uh, there'll be more they're actually going to be writing more on that so the next day or two we'll be getting more from that all right we got way off track i don't care we're having fun today it's uh uh, August the 4th, Lano Tea Party, Margaret Byfield. Go to their website, lanoteaparty.org. They do want RSVPs. They serve a really good meal over there. And these guys, they have a uh, potluck dessert. And so members just bring desserts. That's my favorite part. Oh. <laughs> Tables little, full of Little sugar. old ladies bringing, oh, my Are you calling goodness. me a little old lady? <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Well, you are a grandmother. I am. So um, little old grannies bringing those homemade desserts. Oh, I'm yeah. telling you what, go to the Lano Tea Party just meeting just for dessert. Yes. You'll enjoy it. And uh, they're going to have Margaret Byfield there. All right, Thursday, August 11th. Fredericksburg Tea Party is going to resume their meetings. Yes, we took we a are. break this summer. Yeah. I think we're a lot of us that needed a, a, a timeout, and I'm raising my hand. I think I needed yeah. a timeout. Yes, we all needed one. We all needed a timeout. So we're going to resume um, on Thursday, August the 11th with uh, George Rodriguez. Um, in fact, we're running way over time. I got some news from George Rodriguez uh, that I want to talk to you about, Good. and uh, so we, we're running way over time. Yeah, we got to get when we come back, Matt. We've got to talk about the um, city council meeting in Fredericksburg tonight, too. That's good. Yes, so. yes, I knew that was coming up. All right, so we get back. We're going to talk about Fredericksburg. Let me give you a little bit of a Ben Franklin here. You've heard this one before, but it's good. The excellency of hogs is in fatness of men, virtue. So, what makes a good hog? Fat hog. What makes a good man? virtue a virtuous man and a fat hog yeah man there you go and i like bacon y'all stay tuned we'll be right back
All right, folks, we are back. Have you in the studio with me, as usual, every almost every Monday, Miss Angela Smith, founder of the Fredericksburg Tea Party, and now uh, working insanely busy for our big fundraiser on September 17th. We're, we'll come back and talk about that oh, after sure. we get over the city, <clears throat> the city stuff. I do want to yeah. bring a, I, I just want to do a quick headline and see if that has anything to do with the city. Um, the state, uh, the state of Texas has a massive surplus going into this next legislative session, and they're already trying to figure out how to spend all that extra money. So talk to me about the city. What's going on in this city? These two stories may or may not cross over. Uh, I have no idea. Okay. Well, okay. First of all, let's talk about budgeting. Uh, the, it's all cities most likely are working on their budget right now. Mm-hmm. And when they have lots and lots and lots of money, they don't need to be taking ARPA funds. ARPA funds, like from the federal government. Like from the federal government, i.e. the Treasury. They do not need to be signing a contract with the United States Treasury with the stipulations. And one of them is the stipulations. If y'all haven't heard about this, I know a lot of people haven't, believe it or not, Matt, that... The one of the strings, the stipulations that is that a municipality must uh, abide by executive orders mm-hmm. coming down. Now, listen, folks, I am not making this up. We've been accused of making this up. We've it, been accused of making this up. Listen, it's, anybody it, it's that can plain, read, it's in it's in it's in writing. A fifth grader yep. would read this to you, and they may not they may not understand the brevity of an executive order but you and i and our listeners do executive order that is brand new language in this type of contract please don't let any municipality that's uh anybody that's in leadership in your municipality tell you that county this is as just well county city doesn't matter tell you that uh, and as school board also school board uh, yep. don't let them tell you that there's nothing new in this type of contract we've been taking money from the federal government for years yada yada Yes, I've heard that from their mouths when they, with their own two eyes, can read mm-hmm. executive order. This they means have to follow every yes. executive order or the money will be taken back. It'll be taken back. And the problem with that, Matt, is that you're not going to be able to just write a check for the millions that you've already spent. Right. Um, and because what's happened is that millions has already been spent on even nonprofit organizations who are now depending on that money and you're going to cause some serious chaos in the future. So, uh, tonight in Fredericksburg, and if you'll keep, you know, keep an eye on your own city council, uh, county government, the city of Fredericksburg will be discussing uh, what to do, how to address the ARPA money that has been uh, received and spent, which is not very much, um, and w- how to go forward with that. And honestly, my best buddy, Jeanette Hormuth, is out in California. I've already gotten my 8 o'clock call, which means it was 6 o'clock in California, to let me know that our city council has been very open and accept uh, accessible mm-hmm. uh, regarding this issue, which is such a blessing. I mean, really, I want to give. They're listening. They are really wanting to know about it because they took office and many of them did not know about it. Right. They did not know what had been signed. 
And believe it or not, I really truly believe that many of our city council members that did sign off on this were coerced by um, someone within city management. So I don't know that they even knew what they were getting into. But this this council wants to know what they got into and they want to know how they should go forward with that. And a lot of them are true believers in not taking government funding. Mm-hmm. They and if you look around Fredericksburg, it's very evident. You don't see you don't see with the eye um, a lot of reasons to believe that they are taking in lots and lots of government funding. So, uh, talking about budgeting, uh, some some city councils, some county governments, some school boards have budgeted around or have been considering the fact that they are going to take ARPA money. So all that money, that slush funding kind of money mm-hmm. uh, flowing in and out is uh, a part of the of budgeting. And that's going to be something that uh, the city council in Fredericksburg also is working on right now is budgeting. Yeah. So when the state of Texas has lots and lots of money, right. it's just this big, this big fund um, listen, it should be coming back to you and me, in my opinion. It should be Absolutely. Back to, it should be coming back to you and me so that we can decide how to spend that money. Not a big slush fund to, you know, throw dollars out there to things that you might may not even agree with. Just a crazy idea here. I, I'm going to go back to pickleball because I think it's... <laughs> Well, I'm sorry, Ridiculous. I'm just laughing, but I can't even believe anybody even said pickleball. pickleball. Yeah, we need more pickleball courts in Fredericksburg. That's a With, one, of, and that was a prior. That was like a priority. Like, we need to really discuss this. And I'm going, are y'all kidding? Here's here's an idea. Send the money back to the taxpayers. Okay. All right, figure yes. out what the surplus is. Make sure you have enough appropriate amount in savings. Yes. And instead of building pickleball courts return the money back to the taxpayers and those taxpayers who now are flush with a return of their own money yes can then choose to create a nonprofit mm-hmm. to establish pickleball courts anywhere they want that's right let them do it let them do it as a private thing i'm not against pickleball courts i'm against my money <laughs> paying for your pickleball courts. Well, and I don't even think that's the proper role of government. Right. Matt, that's not their priority. That shouldn't be their priority. That's not what they should be concerned about. If they're concerned about that, like you say, go out and find a good nonprofit and say, hey, we need some pickleball courts, I guess, in Fredericksburg, because that's the hottest, coolest thing right now. You know, years ago, um, when I first moved here, the Fredericksburg HEB, and we're going to talk about HEB today, mm. was sitting over right where the skate park was mm-hmm. and where the HEB is now. I think there might have been an old barn or something left over from the fair. That was our fairgrounds. Yes, I think you're right. I think when I moved here, there may have been a structure left there still. And they took that structure down and they built the new HEB and tore the old HEB down. All of this to get to eventually we've got nice little basketball courts over there. We have we have a skateboard park. Yes. Awesome. Who paid for that? Not the taxpayers. That's right. The Rotary Club. Yeah. The Rotary Club. In fact, um, I think that was when I first met... Um, Oh, the accountant who ran for school board. This is very embarrassing. Um, that was, uh, but anyway, that was um, 
yeah, that was the uh, 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 the yeah that club. <laughs> yes. it, well, and they want the Rotary anything. Club. That's yep. what that's what they're there for. Yeah, that's what a lot of those groups are there for. I mean, yeah. And so there's a lot of ways we can do this without using taxpayer money, and taxpayers can get their money back. Do you know anything about the hotel occupancy tax? Is there any? Have you heard about this? The city dealing with hotel the H O T. Okay. I did hear something this last week on the HOT money. We have an excess of HOT money. Not only that, that money is designed to attract tourists to Fredericksburg. Mm -hmm. That's what it's supposed to be spent on. Um, Do we need more tourists in Fredericksburg? (laughs) It's supposed to help those organizations that are putting what I call heads in beds. Yeah. Um, if it can support them, so be it. So the, the, um, the, apparently we've, um, there is a movement now that it's like Fredericksburg doesn't need to advertise that it's a tourist destination. Sure. We're beyond that. I do believe we're beyond that. And so I'm looking in with someone else is the possibility of taking the HOT tax off in Fredericksburg, Gillespie County. Now, we don't know if that's a state thing or whatever, um, but um, I, uh, it's, yeah, I'd like to see that go away. And and uh, we are certainly overrun with tourism, not that I don't want one more person to come visit us, right. but uh, there's talk about that. That may come up in the city council as well, may, so pay they, attention to that. Look, yeah, as they go forward, it may. So tonight... 5.30, get there early enough that you can get a good seat, number one, uh, that you can talk to a few of your friends, number two, network a little bit, and uh, sign up to speak um, either on the ARPA funds or the upcoming budget. There you go. And uh, remember now they are forcing you to go through a metal detector at uh, City Hall Uh, to go into the meeting, which is in the law enforcement center, which has the highest concentration of law enforcement officers of any single block in the hill country. They're all in that building. And yet citizens who paid for that building and who pay the salaries of all those people that are in there, they don't trust you. The, uh, The city council doesn't trust you. The mayor does not trust you. And uh, so they want to make sure you're unarmed when they when they go in there. So that is uh, Jerry. Leave your pocket knife at home tonight. That's Jerry right. McCor- That's Jerry. Terrible. Oh, almost said his last name. Our good friend Jerry. Man, he got boy. He was fit to be tied. Yes. When they made him take his pocket knife back to his truck. Yeah. At the last meeting, folks. Um, and what have we been talking about lately? Is these uh, venues where you have been disarmed? Yeah. Who's who? I mean. Who, I don't think that's a safer no. space to be nope. in, to be honest with you. Yep. Uh, dis, uh, when I'm disarmed, I don't feel as safe as when I'm armed. It's pretty simple. All right. Um, we're going to take a short break, and when we get back, we will get to September 17th. Y'all stay tuned. All right, folks, we are back, and uh, again, we have, uh, it's Monday, it's uh, the Angela Smith Show, every Monday, the founder of the Fredericksburg Tea Party, 
and uh, we're doing a uh, we do a fundraiser every September, and uh, the first one. In fact, um, I am planning on showing some slides of the first um, our first <laughs> fundraiser. Angela's already laughing. See, Angela was not uh, was not. She did found the tea party, but then had to step away for personal yes. reasons um, for a few years. And uh, this was one of those years Angela was not around, and a bunch of men like uh, Matt Long and Al Smith and um, oh, I'm going to be in trouble now. Um, oh, the McCorkles, maybe Ray, uh, uh, maybe Ray Dr. Smith, Ray. Dr. Ray. And, um, oh, we had, um, all kinds of good people. Susan Danzler yes. was with us. She was our debt. Listen, let me tell you guys, when you look at the difference between what we did in 2014 on September the 11th, that was That's the right. date I picked it on that, that date on purpose and what we do today. Oh my goodness. It's absolutely amazing. We just barely made it. We had just enough duct tape and magic markers <laughs> and cardboard <laughs> to get that uh, decorated in 2014. No, I'm kidding. Susan did a great job. Susan's there was some good stuff. She's a decorator extraordinaire. So anyway, but uh, the difference between then and now is absolutely amazing. And uh, so this year uh, at the uh, 2022 Fredericksburg Tea Party, uh, fundraiser boots barbecue and the border is our theme you yes. want to tell us who our oh, speakers yeah. are and what it's going to look like well um if you don't if you guys don't know jason jones j-a-e-s-o-n jason jones he has a fantastic uh show with uh, newsmax right now called uh trip wires and triggers trip wires you and cannot triggers. say that three times in a row i promise right. you trip wires and triggers look it up. I don't care if you have Newsmax, just go look it up on YouTube, whatever. He is a journalist that has, is, in, I mean, I'll just say he's embedded. When he's down on the border, he's embedded somewhere. Yep. And it is amazing. And the first line out of his mouth, when every time I talk to him, like on any issue with the border, is they're telling you this, but that's not true. This is what's going on down at the border. Listen, he is is on the front lines. So he has been working with our Congressman Chip Roy mm -hmm. to write legislation such as uh, the legislation that they wrote to, uh, to, to say that, that the Mexican cartel is a terrorist organization. organization. Okay. Right. We need to de to determine that because it changes all the dynamics when you're dealing with uh, the cartel at the cor at the border. And believe me, the cartel is running the border right now. Right. I don't even know how many miles deep in. So that Jason's they're all going to talk about that, right? So then we also have Wade Miller, who is a former um, Marine. I don't know how many tours in Afghanistan worked with Congressman Chip Roy as his chief of staff. He is a, I can't, I can't say this on the radio, but he's a bad, he's a, he's dude. one of those. He's, he's a, bad a bad dude. dude huh? Uh, yeah. <laughs> These days he's all cleaned up in a suit and tie. Cause he's all on policy and looks to completely harmless. Oh yeah. You would never know, <laughs> ever know that Wade Miller could kick your behind. That's right. Right. So he's going to be there and he's going to really, he'll hit on the policy. Like what do we what do what do we need to be passing out of uh, D.C. to make a difference at the border? And then, of course, 
everyone's favorite Don Huffines. Yes. Who ran against uh, ran for governor uh, in the primary is going to be joining us. And he I, I believe he is our local uh, he's going to be the local state uh, person that we're going to start reaching out to through his new foundation called Huffines Liberty Foundation. And if y'all didn't see Don during uh, him, see him speak during the primary, you're going to get a kick out of this man. He is an energizer bunny. He is small in stature, but big in patriot. Okay. Yeah. And he loves, loves, loves patriots, Matt. He is not one of these guys that, you know, that buddies up to the donor class only. Right. Because there's a check somewhere. He loves you and me, and he wants to engage all of us out there, and he's so much fun. So we've got four great speakers, four good-looking guys all together on one stage. That does not happen. That's right. <laughs> that does not happen all the time. And if you know how you know how hard it is to get really great speakers out to the Hill Country even. Oh, I know. It's tough. You've got to pull them out of the very busy uh, life, the what's going on in the urban areas they're they're just entrenched there and they've just you got to pull them out and we did it so that's this is exciting you can go yes. to fredericksburgteaparty.org fredericksburgteaparty.org yes. and uh, check that out not only does the uh, does the fredericksburg tea party benefit we use this money for our our events and for our things during yes. the year and trips to austin and other other things like that um, but the our uh, we have partners now the uh, we the people liberty in action yes some our of the Kerrville funds, sister our Kerrville sister group and another Kerrville sister organization the Kerr County Patriots yes these guys get a cut out of this as well so they will be there and uh, also getting a part of this and then our every year ten percent of our gross proceeds net proceeds I'm sorry. Um, are donated to a nonprofit organization that exemplifies our basic principles. And this year, it is Alliance for a Safe Texas. This is a newly formed um, uh, nonprofit, but they're not new. They just created a nonprofit mm-hmm. recently. This is Sheena Rodriguez, who's basically taken on a one-woman battle at the border yes. and has had huge success mm-hmm. um, just as one woman. Yeah. Uh, and, and so well, now she's, she's grown and uh, yeah, I call her the firecracker. Um, and so it's going to be there. She'll be there. Yes. And so that is all that. Go check it out yeah. at Fredericksburg Party.org. I want to, I want to transition into uh, speaking of Don Huffines. Mm-hmm. Because this kind of touches upon something I read uh, this morning in the Texan that really bothered me. Don Huffines was running for governor uh, in the primary along with Alan West and a handful of other people. And I think Alan and Don were probably the only two uh, challenging Abbott that really, really had some numbers. Well, we knew that their campaigns were viable. We loved Chad Prather. We had Chad Chad, oh, that's Chad right. I was forgot in, about Chad. Yeah, Chad was our keynote speaker last year yep. for our event, and he was dynamite. Yeah. Uh, he has fantastic ideas. I love everything. He's, so, he's that common sense candidate. I just didn't think that his uh, campaign really got off. 
the it ground. It did get off the ground. Not well. like Don, who Don could self-finance. Right. And Alan, of course, is so well-known, and people just loved him, too. So, so anyway, know. but what happened at that point in time was um, people with an R by their name, um, Republicans, um, and, you know, it's interesting. I've loved, I started using that term a few years ago with an R by their name, and I'd never really heard anybody use it. And you know what? And I, it's just probably just synchronicity, but a lot of people are using that these yes. days. I heard it yesterday at the thing. It's like, yeah, they kind of have an R by their name, so what? Well, th- the problem we had during the primary is that the R, the establishment R's, they want the incumbent every time. Mm-hmm. That's what they want. Mm-hmm. In fact, um, we had some local uh, Republican leaders who went so far as to say that if we were not supporting Abbott in the primary, that we were supporting Beto. Do you remember that? Dumb. Actually, one of them was dumb enough to put it in writing, and I say one because it was more than one, but one of them was dumb enough to put it in writing. I actually have it in writing that from a Republican leader in the Hill Country that said, if you're not supporting Governor Abbott, then you are voting for Beto O'Rourke. That's what we were told. And listen, I, I, I called that a scare tactic. Yeah. I called it a scare tactic because sometimes the average Republican voter doesn't even understand the primary. Right. <laughs> and when they said that during a primary, yeah, I called it a scare tactic. Yeah, it, it, it blew my mind. Because you're just trying to scare Republicans and push them over to vote for Abbott in the primary when they had choices. Yep, they had we lots were of gonna, choices. They had lots of great, I mean, they had some of the best choices they've ever had. Right. And um, any one of those guys was going to beat Beto. So here's where this goes to, to this morning's article. The Republican caucus in the Texas House and every Republican... In the past, every Republican that I know every has attended the caucus meeting. So the Republican caucus is every single person in the mm-hmm. Texas House with an R by their name. Right. So the Republican caucus has gotten themselves together and decided they're going to censure three of their own Republicans. And by the headline, you'd think, thank you, God, it's about time mm. we go after these R's who are voting like Democrats, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, yeah, those guys. The R's, the, the pro-abortion uh, uh, Republican yeah, we yeah. had. Yes. So we thought, well, I thought, man, look at this. And then I made the mistake of reading the article, <laughs> and it ruined my whole morning. You know who they're censuring? They, no, they, I did not read through the, this. You didn't read no. this. Are they're you going to ruin my whole week? Yeah, I am. <laughs> They are censuring Republicans in the Texas House who did not support the incumbent in another race. Mm-hmm. They're censuring three. They tried to go for four. They tried to go for Biederman was the fourth one. Oh. They tried to go for Biederman, and somehow the Biederman didn't quite pass the test for them. And so he's not on the list to be censured. But the other three, they want to censure him for not supporting the incumbents. That is the difference between the Republican Party and conservatives, Tea Party, patriots. Well, when you and I talk about uh, the factions within the party, Mm -hmm. the party that you and I support, Yes, mostly. Be very clear. We're going to vote for 
Abbott in November. And, are, and are we going to vote for Abbott in November? We are. Yes. Because we support the platform. Yes. That's what we're supporting when we say we will we will uh, vote for the Republican. <clears throat> and we supported much of what came out of the state convention this year. Mm-hmm. I thought it was very positive for the most part. Um, but goodness, within the party, if you aren't like taking a very close look at your representative, at your senator, you may very ha- well have one of these Republicans that we we're talking about this morning who you do you can't believe that's how yeah they they govern and they use their influence mm-hmm. you can't believe it one of the and i don't have for the first time in three and a half years i walked away the house this morning and left my computer at home mm-hmm. i do remember one of the three uh not remember two of the three names Kaysen and toth and I Seriously. can't remember. Yeah, they they want to um, censure Kaysen and Toth, and there's one more. Um, and I know Kaysen and Toth both. Kaysen um, has Kaysen was uh, my cousin lives in his district, and Kaysen did okay. a really good conservative thing for my cousin. I got to meet uh, I think his name is Jeff. Um, he is not a hundred percent awesome conservative he's not on my list of a hundred percent but he is he leans more towards the conservative side and is one of the good guys toth toth is absolutely one of the good people there um and uh whoever the third one is um so yeah that is what the people with the r by their name if you don't support the incumbent it doesn't matter how crappy they are or how lousy they are and it was interesting that they didn't go after conservative they only went after these three true more more uh uh, uh constitutional mm-hmm. than the others and i find that very sad folks we need to take a short break we are running way behind on everything um but when we get back um i'm not sure how, what we're going to talk about quit talking man. i'm gonna have to quit talking <laughs> all right y'all stay tuned we'll be right back All right, we have we have so much more for today. Um, so I get, did get a text from our good friend Terry. Uh, the third one is Ben Lehman. He said, and Ben's not even running again. Um, and so Terry's comment on this um, is: so Kaysen and Lehman are just to send. I guess Kaysen's not running again either. They're just to send a thuggish message to the rest of them not to cross the elites in their establishment, in other words, incumbents. Listen, not only not only are they doing this, this is actually in the bylaws of the caucus. So that's their rules in the caucus. Mm-hmm. We only support incumbents in the caucus. Mm-hmm. I this whole thing is well, just disgusting to me. I it mean, is. I mean, they've got that in their bylaws. Maybe that's the tone they want to you know to set out there. But we couldn't even get uh, Governor Abbott to support Kyle Biederman when he was an incumbent. Right. Remember, we were up there going, "Excuse me." Yeah. I mean, we drove. I drove. To, we drove to Austin and said, "Why aren't you?" endorsing kyle biederman he's the incumbent yes mm-hmm. and he wouldn't they do pick it. and choose this this that's that's why i think I, I have to agree with terry that this is a uh just a message yeah they're just sending a message they're they, putting they, a, they, they a pick dead and fish <laughs> yeah 
it's the horse's head mm-hmm. in the in the mm-hmm. bed next mm-hmm. to you. Because Kyle Biederman's not running either. Yeah, Kyle Biederman's not running either, and so they were going to uh, censure. They were trying to put him in that. Trying to put him, him on into that, that list. Speaking of going to the Capitol next Tuesday, um, I will be at the Capitol to um, uh, testify. Listen, we have um, a couple of things tie into this. Um, I have training going that starts um, on the 28th, Thursday the 28th. If you hadn't heard about it yet, um, I'll be doing a Texas legislature online training, and that's for people who who want to be engaged at the state level. And I made it very clear in the email that I sent out that this is this is not just for the people who are going to the Capitol. In fact, those who have already been going to the Capitol quite a bit know their way around TLO. Yes. And and so, but it's those who have not been engaged, and you cannot, if you can't go to the Capitol, or you're going, you want to go this year for the first time, this tool, Texas Legislature Online, is by far the most important tool. It is, it is, it is simple, but it's not easy. I guess that's how you say mm-hmm. it. It's simple, but it's not easy. Yes, so, it is just another website. It's packed with so much stuff, Matt. That's that's what makes it, I think, a little more intimidating. Uh, intimidating because there's so much on it. But once you know what, once you sort of pick around, like what you're going to do, you're you're going to pull that up and you're going to say, we're going to look for here, we're going to look for this, we're going to look for that. And that's going to really make it easy, easy for people to understand how to use it. So that is uh, Thursday the 28th. Now, all of that ties in with going to the Capitol next Tuesday. There is an education committee hearing. I believe it's a House committee hearing, education. One of the topics is uh, where do parents uh, stand on uh, as far as being involved in the schools. We need to make sure that parents are the number one customer of the school district. That's who it ought to be. The parents are the customer of the school districts. They're the ones paying the school district. Take back ownership of your kids. Take back. And so this hearing is going to be about that. Now, I know how intimidating that is. So uh, this next Tuesday, a week from tomorrow, the Capitol will not be crowded. The parking will be easy. They'll, it'll be easy to get around. It'll be kind of quiet there. If you've never been to the Capitol, if you've never testified, if you want to testify or or just want to see what it's all about. This is the time to go. This is the time to go because yes. we'll be able to spend some time with you, visit yeah. with you, um, and you'll get to learn what it's actually like up there. Mm-hmm. If you cannot go during the regular session, but you can make it up here this next Tuesday for however you can pull that off, you will then understand what it is we're asking when we say, those who can't go to the Capitol, can you do this, this, and that for us? Right. All right. One of the things I think when you get there and you'll see people giving testimony and and you'll go, wait a minute, I can write a two-minute testimony. I can write a three-minute testimony. We've got people who go to the Capitol, and if they have something that you've written for them, a piece of testimony, Mm -hmm. they'll be glad to deliver it. Mm -hmm. But this will be such an education for you, so I want to encourage you to join us next Tuesday up at the Capitol. We're going to call in the show again. I'll call in the show from the Capitol, try to figure out a better place without the echo, a better, we're working on this, we're going to get it perfected because I think I'm going to be doing that a lot. Uh, during the next legislative session. It's a great place for you to be broadcasting from because your boot's on the ground. We're right there. So, next Tuesday. All right, we only have a couple of minutes left. Uh, HEB, what are you going to do? 
uh, in Fredericksburg, we buy we can either buy groceries at H E B or Walmart, Walmart. Mm-hmm. or if you can afford a BMW, then you go to that um, natural health. Oh, natural what, grocers. Natural. Have you? I'm sorry. Have you ever been in there? Yes. Okay, I've been in there once. Um, yeah, pick and cho- I, I pick and choose. Um, it like my like our friend Jerry says, some things are worth paying. Uh, for and some are not mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. so like i bought grapes there the other day because they are organic and jerry has informed me that those are the most uh, toxic uh fruits on yes the toxic fruits on the shelf if you're not buying them organic because they're such a thin skin okay uh, fruit. i'm just gonna say move your money around yeah look for alternatives yeah yes out here we are limited Right, You've got to start looking for alternatives. If you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about H-E-B. Yes, we are. You know, if you've ever been to their camp, they have scriptures everywhere at their H-E-B yes, camp. They're big Christians, blah, 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 and yet they're hosting well, drag the queen found, shows. Well, there's a foundation. There's H-E-B foundation. Um, I understand that there are there's some family members that actually run that part. Um, maybe it's a little bit different. We just know what... Mr. Butt. Mr. Butt has been doing for years. This is nothing new. Okay. He has never supported school choice. He has actually lobbied against parents who need to get their kids out of a bad school district. That's what he has been doing. And so now. And so are you shocked that he is pushing this garbage? Of course not. This has been, this is just part of the, that's their MO. That's their MO. Well, yeah. I don't know. Those of us on the conservative side, when we decide to boycott something, we don't have a lot of choices left because it's like, you know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, just move your money around, yep. you know. Go to your um, local butcher Yeah, for your exactly. I mean, in Fredericksburg and, and in uh, Kerrville, we've got great butchers. Great local butchers. Absolutely. Great meats. They're fresher. All that. Oh, yeah. All right, folks. I was going to read from Jeremiah 5 and 19. You're going to have to look that up yourself. Jeremiah 519. Might be an answer to where we're standing today. Y'all stay tuned for Lorraine, and we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>